3: Let's take a look at the Buffalo Bills' 12-point favorites hosting the Carolina Panthers.
4: Okay, so the question is, the Bills need a win very badly. So you might think, dedicated, focused, you got a focused favor. But they have the New England Patriots next week. So think about this. Patriots, Tampa Bay, Carolina, <laughs> Patriots. Where's the flat spot?
3: Now, would you say that had they had they won those two games, this would be more of a flat spot? But because they lost both of those games, maybe they can't afford no, to have because, a flat spot.
4: Because when you're this big of a favorite, you feel like you're going to win regardless. And again, we're not when we say flat, we're not saying they're going to be drunk before the game. <laughs> you know what we're saying is is that they are going to maybe maybe go to bed at at 10:15 instead of watching the last hour of tape on Tuesday night.
3: Here's why I disagree with that. Josh Allen was questionable this week with a foot sprain. He's they they decided today that he is going to play this weekend. They I would, think
4: they would never not play their starting quarterback if he was able to play. I don't think there's any time unless you tell me a time. Because we always try to say, well, maybe they sat Dak out here because they got a buy coming. No. Let's think back to, the. in my opinion, let's think back to the Drew Brees situation. A couple years ago, he hurt his hand. It was supposed to be six weeks or so, if I remember correctly. And it was going to fall right on the bye week. So everyone was like, hey, he can take seven. He'll be all ready for the playoffs. Or well, Teddy Bridgewater goes 5-0, and oh, if I recall. You know what? he actually played the week before the bye. You know why? Because he didn't want someone going 6-0. and And I just don't see times... The quarterbacks, especially quarterbacks, but I think any position group, if they can go on the I mean you were around the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Did you see people not playing when they could? They they just chose not to. No,
3: but I do think like in this late season sort of end game and where but, but
4: they they don't they are not sure to make the playoffs.
3: Then that's what I mean. I don't think that they believe they've got the mindset of we can just show up and win no, no matter no, no, what.
4: No. Yeah, I didn't say that. But th- again, that's why I was very careful to say it's not that they're drunk. It's not that they think they <laughs> (laughs) Can play without their quarterback. I mean, they still would be favored. I mean, if you go uh, Trubisky to Josh Allen, I'd say six points. All right. So, you know, they're favored by 12. Let me do the math. Oh, they'd be favored by six. So obviously they'd still be favored. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is.
3: God, you're always right on that. Well, you know, I
4: I do have a finance degree. I hate
3: when you say I'm not a math guy because you clearly are.
4: All right. <laughs> we should get one of those, like the drum roll. <laughs> All right. To me, I think this is inevitably a flat spot, but I think for Buffalo, I don't think they're going to lose the game. I think they're just not going to have that fever pitch. You can't, If you could have the fever pitch every game, you would. Right. Of course. I don't think that I don't I've never seen a team that can. Have you ever seen an NFL team that doesn't have letdowns? So why do they have letdown spots? Because they can't physically and mentally stay focused that entire time. Right. Right. So why would the Bills be any different? You can't stay focused for five games in a row, can you?
3: I no. You, theoretically, you can't, but I, mean, totally I, I guess I, fever pitch. Right, but I guess I feel because they lost those last two games, focus to me is but, not
4: but then something that, that, means that I would choose. It's a choice. To. Then you're saying you're saying they 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 can't choose not to focus. So everyone else that loses focus is choosing not to focus. I think it's just human nature. When you're driving, for example, at a certain point, you start kind of dozing off. I, I think there's limits to the human. Ability,
3: but if the last two times you drove, you got a speeding ticket, aren't you more cognizant of this of the speed the next time you drive? You're, you're
4: probably not. You're probably not as drowsy as you would be otherwise. But you're, there's still that human limitation.
3: All right, Miami Dolphins minus nine and a half hosting the Jets.
4: Okay, I played the Jets last week. Wilson right now, the Trevor Lawrence and and, and the, the Urban Meyer stuff obviously has has been a distract or. Dist- Um, taking attention away from Wilson Wilson is the worst quarterback in the NFL and it's not even close and he isn't getting any better and Salah the coach it's not a good thing it's not a good thing so you might say oh the Jets are going to be focused (laughs) yeah Yeah, they've been focused this whole time. I actually have a pretty strong lean, if not a like. This is one of my three or four best picks, Miami. This is a team on a winning streak, off a bye. And remember, that's a time you don't look ahead typically is is off a bye.
3: The only team, the only quarterbacks ranked ahead in PFF since Tua came back and took over the starting job, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, third best PFF grade in the league for quarterbacks. The Dallas Cowboys, 11-point favorites on the road against the New York Giants.
4: Okay, so the Giants have Glennon, right?
3: Yes. And he's a problem. 21.7 QBR, very Zach Wilson-ish. What's Zach Wilson's? I think he's in the 22s, but he's played a full season, obviously a little different.
4: So, which it's harder to be that bad for a full season?
3: Yes, very difficult to be bad for a full that bad for a full. So season.
4: you're saying that the, the the backup for the Giants who was <laughs> that was injured? What was his injury? A concussion. He was concussed. Yeah. So so a a, a scrambled brain. A, well, I wouldn't say that way, but I'd say a mentally um, limited uh, due to injury. <laughs> Backup quarterback is pretty much Wilson. That's Zach Wilson. Number two overall pick, Zach Wilson. All right, so Dallas Cowboys, they are – there's problems with the offense. There's problems with Dak. Now, to some degree, you can look at the offense and say, well, they had receivers out prior to last week, and, you know, for quite a while. They had the left tackle out, and now the the running – you know, Zeke doesn't look good. Whatever's going on there – Uh, None of the running backs look good. I think the offense, listen, this is the same offense that was amazing at different points early this year. You know, let's look at the Tampa Bay game as an example. So I'm not saying they can't snap out of it, but it's been too many games to act like the offense is fine. We'll see if it gets fine. I don't think it is. But the defense now the defense has gotten healthy Dallas might have a top 10 top eight defense. No one expected that coming in the year. this is a defensive team right now don't forget it seven one
3: seven and one against the spread versus teams with a losing record
4: that's that that's a great stat now what I would say is, uh, if you like, if you want to play against the Giants, I think look at the Giants team total under because I think with Glennon and with that defense might be a good bet. The Green Bay Packers seven-point road favorites at the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, what did this line do? So, Baltimore was a two-point underdog when it was expected Lamar Jackson to play. This was last week before the game. The look-ahead line now it's seven. Now, the headline said, Lamar Jackson, limited participant walkthrough, but by all accounts with the line movement, it looks like he's not going to play, or if he does, and I don't think he w- will, is, I don't think he's that much better than the backup. Huntley has looked pretty good. I mean, I'm saying a very injured Lamar. Yes, would you say Lamar, at least based on what you're hearing, versus Huntley, do you think there's any real difference?
3: I think there's some drop-off, but not, not even, extreme. Even with it,
4: like a totally hobble, like he's dragging
3: – I think it's very similar to the the Baker Mayfield-Case Keenum drop-off. I, I think it's – But
4: that's when they're healthy. You're saying there's only a modest drop-off, well, right? No, when
3: they're both healthy, I think there's a, a s- significant drop-off. But where Lamar's ba- at right
4: now – Baker Mayfield, really? Okay. But let's talk Lamar and Huntley. Where he is right now, where he's right now, you don't know. You because, don't know. Don't even get play. But just assume he's worse than he was at the beginning of that game. Is, is he really a drop-off to Huntley? No. I don't think he is, and that's why I think the market's pretty secure with the line Green Bay by seven, because it doesn't really matter if a hobbled Lamar's out there or a healthy Huntley. Now, obviously, Lamar, when he's healthy, is much better. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Tennessee Titans, we've got a pick 'em. Now this would have been my best bet. This is my second best bet. You actually got a, a pretty strong take on this situation with the um, moving the games. What's your what is that?
3: I I agree with what Dan said and what Mark Davis said about the competitive disadvantage. They talked at the beginning of the season that if you had to if a game had to be missed because of COVID, we were talking about a forfeit, and. Uh, we don't let, know let, who let's, all's let's vaccinated qu- you. Let,
4: let's question that for a second. Okay. is my understanding was that if the cause of the postponement was unvaccinated players. So it doesn't matter if there's two or three unvaccinated players, as long as that isn't the two or three that reaches the tipping point. So let's say they say, okay, we would we're going to, we to postpone the game if there's a dozen players. okay? If there's seventeen players and there's three unvaccinated, the unvaccinated didn't affect the postponement, so it strikes me that they, there must be an element here of hey, there's enough vaccinated players that have or that that are ineligible right now that we are going to postpone the game, and thus it doesn't have to be a forfeit. Okay, I
3: I guess I misunderstood the way they said it, or I miss interpreted the way that they said it because so I thought, thought if you, there was
4: any unvaccinated if you
3: had unvaccinated players and a, in a uh, basically you had to be shut down and you couldn't play your your game is scheduled and it was going to be a forfeit
4: okay well that that would mean that any one I mean is any I mean I think Tampa Bay was fully vaccinated yep. but in theory but AB wasn't so was <laughs> any other teams fully vaccinated not that I know of so I don't think they were gonna be forfeiting every game Mackenzie, did you look at the records on that or look into the detail
3: Yes, if an unvaccinated
4: person causes the outbreak. Causes the outbreak. But, I mean, how, does, yes. how do we find that out? That's called tracing. They, they do tracing.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Nutrafol.com, spelled N U T R A F O L, promo code C R SHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code C
4: R SHOW. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas.
3: And I'm AJ Hoffman. Let's take a look at Pittsburgh and Tennessee, a pick 'em in Nashville.
4: Now, this line was Pittsburgh getting the points earlier this week, and. Obviously, if you look ahead, it was two and a half. On Monday, you could get two with Pittsburgh, one and a half on Wednesday. So this has just gone down, down, and down. This was my best bet on our podcast um, that we do on Wednesday, release on Thursday. A pick obviously, I like it a little less. Here's why I still like Pittsburgh is Steelers— are really focused. Well, first of all, they still got a playoff chance, right? But they really want to give Tomlin that eight, eight, and one. They don't want him to have a losing record. This team is going to be hyper motivated. They put up a heck of a fight against Minnesota after that start, and now they've had ten days rest. In Tennessee, this is a team—everybody knows their offense has been limited without Henry, but their defense was making up the slack. If you actually look recently, it hasn't been the case. Now, listen, Jacksonville last week, they are were in such a mess on offense— I don't even know how you account for it. But prior to that, they haven't been near as good Tennessee on defense. 29
3: points per game allowed the last two before that against the Patriots and the Texans, not the known Texans super offenses.
4: So I think Tennessee, 20 nothing last week, it, it, it makes it deceiving that they're on track. They're not in thus second-best bet. Or my number two pick of the week, Pittsburgh.
3: Jacksonville, minus five, hosting Houston.
4: All right, this one's simple. When you have a coach that is – relieve the duties either fire resign whatever the next game and this is the last dozen years 17 winners against the spread, nine losers. 17 and nine against the spread. That's the most important part of this game. And the line went up. It was three and a half, Jacksonville over Houston. Now it's five after Urban Meyer was fired. Arizona minus 12 and a half at the Lions. Detroit's a team that is that plays on guts, on intestinal fortitude, and you know what? Sometimes they just get burnt out and tired. After the Rams game, it was kind of like their Super Bowl, Jared Goff's revenge. They got boat raced by Philadelphia the next week. And after their win, they got boat raced. And there was COVID issues, too, against Denver. I like him here. Arizona, yeah, they're in a similar spot to Buffalo. They got to win this game, but they got a big game next week. Detroit is one of my, you know, Top three or four picks.
3: 49ers minus nine and a half hosting the Falcons.
4: Falcons are the last team, number 32, in DVOA, the football outsiders stat. They have done well against bad teams, but they've been crushed against good teams. The 49ers are a good team right now. And because of that, I would lean pretty strongly that way. Now, it is a look at, it's a sandwich spot for them also. But I still think 49ers here would be my side. But what I know is I don't want Atlanta against any good team.
3: Denver minus three hosting the Bengals.
4: This is what you call a trap game. It's traps. Barney at the bar is going to get trapped. You know what Barney at the bar is going to say? He's going to say, well, first he's going to do this. Uh. And then he's going to say, man, I get Cincinnati and I'm getting a field goal against Teddy Two Gloves. Okay, maybe AJ, you gobbled that up. I did I gobble remember. that up. Yeah, at, at two and a half. Yeah. Now it's three. Yeah. How are you feeling? It was the two most point. Key, the most key number. It was the, yeah.
3: It was already two point seven when we made our bet on the podcast. I kind of assumed it was
4: going to three. That's really? Why I, really? I wished it was going to be so three. You, the, so you take two and a half, assuming that it's going to you three. You pushed the button on me. But but that was one of your top three picks. It was.
3: When you and you th- offered me to, to buy out of it, and I still feel good about it at 2.5. I like the Bengals this week.
4: Okay, and why is that? I mean, just real quick. Uh,
3: I, I think that the Bengals are a playoff caliber team. Their point differential is plus 61 this year. Mm-hmm. I think the Broncos are still overrated, and I, I, I don't think the Broncos are a playoff team, and this is essentially a playoff game. The Bengals are 50-50 to make the playoffs with a win. The Broncos move to 30% but are basically eliminated with a loss. So I think this is really kind of the first – real playoff game and burrow's finger does not worry me 74 well, percent passing I, yeah. last week i
4: agree the finger is probably not a problem but to me this is when i call it a trap game the meaning of that is is that barney and freddie fanny pack are going to look and say man i can't believe that i'm getting um points with cincinnati even a field goal right now we know underdogs Don't get to public action too much. Barney doesn't like underdogs very much. Well, right now, pregame.com, if you actually look, we got the win or the bet splits. And the bet split on this game is 76% of the bets on the underdog Bengals. That's rare. It's a trap game. I don't like it at three anymore, but I lean Denver. Tampa
3: minus eleven and a half hosting the Saints.
4: You cannot d- dismiss how well the Saints play against Brady and against Tampa Bay. I think this is a—it's scary, no doubt. But I think New Orleans is almost an auto play.
3: No, Sean Payton still an autoplay?
4: play. I, I, all the work's done before the game. I mean, I, I think it matters, but. Not as much as you might think.
3: All right, let's get into your best, bet. best bets. Your Appalachian State, bet. St- Appalachian State, Western Kentucky over sixty six, and you're, I, you're breaking the big games. Appalachian, <laughs> this is the Boca Raton Bowl. Appalachian State, big scoring offense. Uh, App State is going to try to stop the run. Western Kentucky doesn't care. They don't run. This is going to be a high scoring shootout. Over sixty six. Appalachian State, Western Kentucky.
4: Over so the Boca Raton game does that happen like at five o'clock Eastern? I think it
3: happens nine o'clock a.m. tomorrow okay. uh, Pacific time. It's
4: kind of like 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 getting like the uh, white shoes early bird special in Boca Raton. I think that's
3: it. Be sure to catch
0: live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at six p.m. Eastern, three p.m. Pacific
1: hey it's ben host of the fifth hour with ben maler along with my trusty sidekick david gascon it would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey if you're asking what in god's name is the fifth hour i'll tell you it's a spin-off of the ben Maller show a cult hit overnights on fsr why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the fifth hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple
0: podcast or wherever you get your podcast.
4: Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, my best bet's simple. This line is crazy. The Colts are favoured by two and a half. It is insane against the Patriots. The line last week was the Pats favored by two and a half in this game. What's happened since? Nothing because the Colts had a buy and the Pats had a buy, The wise guys are betting the heck out of – and this is a wise guy play, the Colts. You know why? They're looking at the stats and saying, oh, we're only going to count these games and it's the last – no, 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 no. And I also think if there's any team that you're going to split the season up, you're going to do it for a rookie quarterback, and he's been one of the top five EPAs. Um, Matt Jones, if you look at the last half of the year, I'm getting points. With Belichick off a bye, best bet of the week, New England plus two and a half.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.